Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the Father, and of the Son, Son and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with us. Send your Holy Spirit to enlighten our minds, to our speech, our heart and thoughts, as well as the uh, all of our listeners, so that your uh, Son's uh, Redemption and your son's life and holiness may be ours. We ask this in his holy name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. We feature outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Today I have two outstanding Catholics, good friends and great people. Uh, Miss Krista Bio, she is the owner of the Acadiana Automotive Group, co-owner. And also a, a man that needs no introduction, uh, Father Michael Champagne of Jesus Crucified in St. Martinville. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Thank you very much, Todd. All right. Today we have uh, on the agenda, um, they're really involved in this uh, endeavor called Aquinas Institute. Krista, why don't you lead off and let us know what, what's going on. So the Aquinas Institute for Theology and Catholic Studies is a program um, currently of Community of Jesus Crucified that offers Catholic and theological teaching to people seeking catechetical credit, people who um, would like to receive credits through college for undergraduate credit, and also um, people who just want to understand their faith more. So um, St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, the Fide Quern Intellectum, it's a faith-seeking understanding. And so the goal is to um, follow the doctor, the angelic doctor of the church, St. Thomas Aquinas, by following his teachings and those of the Holy Catholic Church and the magisterium and um, bringing people to a deeper understanding of their faith in truth and through logic. Mm. So this is this a new program that started out there? Y'all, is this a first time? or No, Todd, it's been around since uh, it was founded in 2006, uh, back in okay. July. Bishop Jarrell uh, approved it, and we worked it through the uh, Office of of ongoing formation for the diocese for a while, and then we took it over as a communities project. Uh, but uh, so it's been uh, it's a good 13 years uh, in operation. Over 800 students have uh, attended courses. We've had about 40 courses, 40 different uh, topics courses over those years, and so it's been a, a successful uh, institute of uh, ongoing formation at a higher level, you know, college level credit type courses. And, uh, and also we had an MA program, which we're developing as well, where we had a number of uh, lay people in the area uh, get advanced degrees in theology to be able okay. to uh, teach uh, locally. Sure. My daughter's going through uh, her master's in, uh, in theology right now. She's at the um, Institute in Denver, the St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, yeah, the Augustine Institute. Augustine Institute. Yeah, yes, it's an excellent yes. program, sure. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy learning what she's learning and brings it home. So the people that attend this are high school, college, all age? How, how's that work? Yeah, they, uh, we, we do have some uh, seniors in high school that are taking the courses. Uh, sometimes they'll take them for credit or uh, homeschool, but most of them are college-age kids. Okay. Uh, but also we have a lot of lay people. We have lay people that are taking it for, to, to certify with the diocese to be catechists, and they've opted for this program, say, rather than the Steubenville online program, which is the main uh, program for the diocese certification. But we also can cross-reference. They can take courses with us and become catechists. And then we have other people just um, all ages that are just trying to enrich their faith to learn more about their Catholic faith and so we have a lot of audit students uh, married single uh, men and women and uh, young and old so it's a, a wide 
a swath of the populace. So, Krista, uh, you and I were doing adoration together many years ago. We run into each other at St. Pius Church, and I know you have a very deep faith. And uh, how did God lay this on your heart? Is this something that you've been involved in for a while? Actually, this is all God. Um, so, I guess about in 2013, no, let me back up. In 2016, I was praying very often for God to reveal to me how I could use my talents to serve him better. Um, I wasn't working full time at the, at the time. And so um, in prayer one day, I asked him to reveal his will for me. And I, I very clearly um, heard him speak to my heart and say, you want to teach about me, but you need to learn more about me. You need to, you need to study the faith. And um, if you want to teach people, you're going to have to learn. And so I sought out Father Champagne and said, I think God's calling me back to school. I think God's calling me to learn more about him. And Father Champagne directed me to the Holy Apostles College and Seminary in Cromwell, Connecticut. And um, it just so happened that the registration was a week away. So I went through all of the procedures and transcripts and all the hurdles and essays and the recommendations. And um, I applied. And three weeks later, I found out I was accepted. And so Father Champagne actually directed me there. And so throughout the, the training, people would ask, what are you going to do with this degree? What are you going to do with a master's in theology? And I kept saying, I don't know, whatever God brings me to. And so um, Father Champagne knew for a long time that this was something on my heart. And I kept praying for God to reveal it to me. And one day Father Champagne called and said, I need some help with this Aquinas Institute. And, and I said, yes, yes, Father. <laughs> Nobody awesome. says no to Father Champagne. Of course not. <laughs> You know, we're not selling cars today, but I have to say it's so heartwarming that, and I know uh, her family and the tradition of Acadiana Automotive Group has always been had a deep faith in the community. Mm. And there are a lot of other car dealers that, that have a deep faith, and it, it's heartwarming for me. I get around with the car dealers, whether nationally or in the state or regionally. You don't see that everywhere, yeah. and uh, it's it's very special. And you don't when you think of the car business, you're not really thinking too much religious, but but it is something that's. Uh, dear to our heart and in south louisiana it's it's a way of life and you know again the inspiration for cajun catholics is we are in a unique place with unique people and i know father i've seen some of your youtube videos and whatnot um but you have a a strong connection to the south louisiana and, and you're you're the advocate i, I teasing you earlier you're the pope of the cajun catholic nation tell me about that connection with south why is it so special here well I, you know culture is a vehicle that the faith uh, is, is transported. So it, uh, faith comes to us, uh, it's handed on, and it's handed on through culture, through uh, relationships, and through family. And, uh, and also faith permeates culture and, and sanctifies it, orders it. And it has happened probably no place better than here in southwest Louisiana with the French Acadians arriving, arriving through a great deal of persecution, and uh, they didn't want to uh, renounce their faith. And uh, so many of them were killed, and they, they came here under great duress, the few that survived. And so the faith was well planted, uh, deep roots, and it was handed on. And, uh, and it really took root here. So it influenced music, uh, culture, family gatherings, as you say, car dealerships. So uh, the faith is like marination. It, 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 it uh, permeates every aspect of our lives, our sleep, our, our, our recreation. Uh, and so here, and that's been the case when I was a child, uh, 
early on we, we grew up in the faith and but everything we did whether it was um, work or whether it was play it was always uh, seasoned uh, with the gospel and with our catholic faith and that's the way it should be so uh, uh, it's still very present here in southwest Louisiana, and we need to continue to stoke it like you're doing with your program to uh, make that front and center so that we don't lose uh, our precious culture mm -hmm. which uh, is uh, married uh, to our uh, faith that's beautiful. Uh, so I've been out to your place. And do y'all still have the Bible study that you do in St. Martinville? Oh, yeah. Uh, We've yeah. been, I guess now we have a men's Bible study, 530 in the morning, Thursday right. mornings to 615. We started that uh, about three and a half years ago. And every Thursday, about 20, 25 men, 530 in the morning, we do the Bible study, which is excellent. And guys are really going deeper with that. Uh, so we still have that. We have some Friday night lectures on you know, papal encyclicals. We do series I still do our retreats, uh, men retreats, women retreats, married couple. We have our adoration chapel, of course. So we still do a lot of spiritual uh, uh, focus. You know, Father Fry was our founder, and he was mm. he was on fire. You know, with uh, trying to a legend get people, in South Louisiana, yeah, uh, to to live the gospel and to make it uh, totally, you know, uh, part of their lives. And mm -hmm. so that again ties in with culture. And he told me that uh, he was in a nursing home at Consolata, and he was telling me the difference between here and another place. He, and he chose that because he kind of wanted to minister to the to the elderly. But he says, Mike, he said, all day long. He said, people coming in, coming out, the families, the kids, he said. And I said, what do you attribute that to, Father? You know, why is it so different from other places? Because he had, he had been with his brother, say, in Baton Rouge, different places. He said, Mike, the Cajun culture, the Cajun culture. so permeated the family and the faith, and he says, a happy place. And, um, and so that's, uh, you know, Father knew about the importance of the spiritual life to permeate. And so we don't departmentalize. We, we have to uh, be on fire for Christ uh, night and day. Yeah, the joy of Christ, you can see it on all those Cajun faces. I know, yeah. uh, you know, when you get touched so deeply, and it's just so beautiful to see uh, how much our, our uh, culture values family mm -hmm. and uh, values their faith. So a little bit more about the Institute. Is the, is the Institute at, the, it's out, where does it take place? So we host classes at John Paul the Great, and we also host classes at Our Lady of Wisdom Catholic Student Center at ULL. And um, we, we will host them in a variety of, of locations and through media and um, in the classroom. And so it, it just looks different depending on the semester until we can get a more permanent location. And mm -hmm. um, Okay, and there's cost? So there there. There is cost associated with the program. Um, we have different costs through um, catechetical credit and audit. There's a reduced rate. Um, and then, of course, through um, if you want credits through the University of Holy Cross out of New Orleans for degree, um, that is also at a reduced cost, um, thanks to Father Champagne's efforts to keep that cost low. And so, um, there is a cost, and you can register, and you can check out a lot of information about the program at www.aquinaslafayette.org. Okay, Krista, and who teaches the classes? So the classes are taught by a variety of uh, professors. We have, um, in the spring of 2020, we'll be hosting Theology 280, which is Catholic Moral Principles. That'll be taught by Father Ben Petrie, um, and then we have... Theology 370, the New Testament, which will be taught by Father Randall Morrow. Um, we also have um, on staff, we have a huge faculty made up of um, a variety of degreed um, professors um, in theology. Um, Dr. Miller, um, 
We have um, local, Adam Conk is on the faculty. Sure. We have um, numerous favorites um, from around Acadiana. So it's uh, most it's professors and are there priests as well that teach the classes? Or some of these are numerous priests. Yeah, it's yeah. predominantly priests. I see. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And so the if if somebody wanted to get involved, do they uh, is? I guess I'm asking if you're a beginner or is there intermediate or how's that work uh, when you join up in the spring? There's different mm -hmm. levels. Yeah, the uh, the courses uh, we have a beautiful website now. Just went uh, active there a few months now. Uh, that uh, Krista was able to work with some uh, some uh, generous people to help us get it uh, online but we can actually you can go on and look at our courses offered but uh, most of the courses don't have prerequisites so we kind of present the course uh, for uh, for those who are um, you know without a lot of background in philosophy and, and, and theology so most of the courses that we have anybody could just take that course mm -hmm. if they're interested in it we kind of set it up that way but we also have an agreement with the diocese Lafayette with a catechetical program so we have there on the website you can see three courses that if you take those and complete them a uh, pass field type courses uh, then you can get a basic catechist with the diocese if you okay. take three others you get intermediate three others you get advanced so we have those that kind of step uh, in line and uh, we're developing also some institutes where you can uh, take a number of courses like in spirituality and get a diploma for that a number of courses in scripture kind of like the Augustine Institute for, for biblical mm -hmm, studies mm -hmm. and uh, in the biblical area so we have having those that are being developed but most of our courses you can just take it's something you're interested in you can uh, you can go ahead and register we have uh, you can register if you're becoming a catechist in the diocese you can do that for just fifty dollars forty five hours if you're uh, taking it for audit for you uh, and not doing catechist, it's two hundred dollars for forty-five uh, credit hour, uh, forty-five hours of course, three credit uh, course, and then we also have where we can offer it for credit on a on a transcript to University of Holy Cross, and we get that about half UL's rates, and uh, we have those uh, rates. I think it's like with fees, maybe seven hundred and fifty dollars about for a three-hour course. I see. Mm -hmm. I see. Well, I know. Um when I go to mass at uh, chapel at UL, you just see that the place overflowing with young kids. I've had some of the college kids on this show, and it just it's just amazing to see these children mm -hmm. and and how on fire they are for Christ. It's unique. Uh, my daughter goes to LSU and at Christ the King there. They, uh, Father Andrew Merrick. It's a similar deal. They they were behind the, the good Cajun Catholics were doing a better job here in Lafayette, but I think Baton Rouge caught on as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you see that with these kids, they just seem to be. Have a love for Christ. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the this is the time when you're in school where you're making some big decisions, you know. And so people are trying to say, what, what does life mean? What, why, why am I here? Is this uh, going to satisfy me, this uh, engineering degree, this nursing degree? What, why? And so your student centers are so key. And, of course, with Father Sibley, his direction there, and also his predecessors, Father Chest and the guys that, that uh, ran there before him. But building, building up. And now with your focus missionaries, your programs, your Bible studies, adoration, confession. It's people actually want to come to Lafayette to play football, play baseball, to uh, get the engineering degree at UL because of the student center. I so it's got so. it's got that kind of recognition. And Aquinas Institute, we try to do the same thing that we had no higher Catholic education. You mentioned your daughter going to Denver, great program there. Right. Others going to Steubenville, but wouldn't it be great? that we have that built up here Absolutely. so you keep her close maybe save you a few bucks you know I'm and, all in. <laughs> and then you keep uh, keep our uh, talent here local and uh, so that's one of the the goals of acquaintances to, to be able to provide uh, a kind of a state-of-the-art uh, uh, catholic education and theology catholic studies uh, for people here and wow. I, i'd ahead. like to challenge the the parents um, of our local cajun catholics 
to encourage your children to take one of these courses as an elective. Sure. Um, it, it'll be on their transcript. It'll give them the credit they need um, to apply to their degree program. But check it out. It's it, There's so many amazing courses available. And this is the foundation we need to continue to be, become missionary disciples, to continue mm-hmm. the new evangelization, is to learn about our faith. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's great. I love that. <clears throat> You're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. Today's guest is Miss Krista Bio and Father Michael Champagne. Just a blessing to have them here today talking about the Saint the Aquinas Institute. And um, I love those ideas. I think that's fantastic. This is this is the heart of Cajun Cajun Catholics and they need to have a place to further their education and so seniors in high school could do this and I'm thinking about campus ministry all over with these Catholic schools are, are they involved a little bit we do get some Catholic uh, ministers and stuff. We've had a few seniors take courses because we're putting them in the evening where it doesn't conflict with their schedule. Mm-hmm. Obviously, down the line, we'd like to do some uh, AP courses and uh, dual enrollment, you know, where we can get, uh, say, courses uh, on site at some of our Catholic schools where we might teach a course in the New Testament and they can have double uh, uh, a double admission or, and uh and be able to have that as a college credit waiting for them when they get out. But we have a lot of uh, campus ministers taking courses, a lot of our DREs, uh, youth Mm -hmm. ministers uh, taking courses. We, uh, Krista mentioned about uh, taking courses and getting elective credits at UL. I I know Sister Jeanne d'Arc just graduated uh, from UL, but a number of courses she took with the Aquinas Institute toward a degree. Adam Conk uh, took a number of uh, philosophy courses with the Aquinas Institute toward his degree, and even had some credit for his uh, master's program, which he it just completed so it's it's something that is not only for your enrichment but it also is is is, is flowing toward working with your degree program mm-hmm. i have a couple of seminarians that'll be on the show uh tomorrow or next week if you're listening out there and um you know these kids are just they're just so resilient they're amazing and i know at ul they've had a lot of religious especially nuns i know uh sister ali ravale uh one of my close friends one of our employees his daughter and you know these kids are are they need an outlet they need something because uh, they're reaching out for it I, I i feel that you know for sure so we talked in my office a little before we came here about Garcia. And uh, I want to mention that because it's, it's a connection we all three share, I think, within our families. And it's something for sure that's motivated me in, in my faith life. But, you know, it's something that I think got us all here today. And I want to I hear a little bit, Krista, I know your family has always been involved in Christia. How's that been in, in for your faith life? So my parents were separated um, for about nine months when I was about 10 years old. And... Um, they had been seeking reconciliation, and uh, Father Joseph Stimmons um, invited them to attend a cursio, and um, they each went, and they reconciled their marriage and ended up being married until my mother's death in 2004, so they were married for 35 years. And um, so for me, cursio um, presents um, an opportunity for reconciliation. I have never attended myself. Um, I have yet to be called there. Um, but I, I, I've seen it work um, miracles in people's lives in terms of reconciliation and understanding the Father's love and forgiveness. And, um, and so I think it's a, a beautiful thing um, alive in our, in our area. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, uh, same I, I mentioned to you, um, Todd, that when I was six months old, in fact, I always joke with uh, 
Father Russo that I've been praying the rosary since I'm six months old. And he told me, well, I've been praying it since I'm two <laughs> months old. So he's got me about four months. But uh, uh, I was just born. So my mama had a four, three, two, one. I was a little, you know, just uh, born. And so dad took off 1962, uh, 63. He went off to um, Kansas City. Uh, on a train with H.B. Uh, Dejean, the D.A. of St. Landry Parish, and uh, a couple of others. Tony, old man Tony Sash was a good friend and a great, uh, a great salesman, and, and talked him into it. So Mama thought he had lost his uh, marbles <laughs> because Dad was a homebody. But he went up there, and when he came back, he did what Father Fidelis told the men to do. He said, you go back home, you kiss your, your wife, uh, hello, and the kids, and you say, hey, I'm the man of the house, and from this night on, we'll be praying the rosary in this house. And that's what he did. And we started saying the rosary. And, and Dad, you know, last night was on, on his knees around the bed. Mom's been dead 15 years, but he prays the rosary every night. Wow. We never missed. Uh, he's been doing it for 56 years. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, when I was getting ready to settle, I was in college. I was 19 years old, sophomore. Dad called me in his office and said, hey, uh, son, you know, Roger, uh, the uh, Curcio taught me a lot about raising a family. You're getting ready to settle down and, and, and stuff. So he said, you learn a lot. Your mom and I would like you to make the Curcio. So I said, sure. So I made the Curcio 155 back in January of 83. And it put me in the situation of getting back to confession regularly, praying every day, starting to adore the Blessed Sacrament. And I wasn't thinking about the priest. I was still dating a girl. thought I was going to get married. But in that prayer life, in that sacramental life, the Lord started calling me. A call that I had when I was a kid started coming back strong. And that's I'm a priest today, certainly because of Curcio. And, you know, Curcio is interesting. Curcio de Christiandad, it means little short courses of Christianity. And Father Fry was a, was a man that had the influence on me, uh, mostly in my priest and my vocation. But he helped me with the Quantus Institute when I got started because I needed to greet people and people were competent to jump right in and start teaching. And so he was certainly competent to do that. So he helped me and he told me, he said, he said Mike, it, it, this is important. It forms missionaries. Uh, it's worth fighting for. Do what you can to keep it going and to grow it. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm so adamant on pursuing because if if we understand our faith the beauty of the eucharist the beauty of the church uh, the security of peter and his successes the blessed mothers tend to love and, uh, and care for us her presence in our lives then we jump all in you see our hearts right. immediately are going to follow that that beautiful truth see i see uh the three pillars of Christia are action piety and study and you know, I see the action is this Aquinas Institute. That's that's the action. You know, uh, we we fall in love with the Lord. We begin to pursue Him, and mm -hmm. He pursues us. And these are the kind of th the fruits. These are the fruits that come out of that. What, what I see, and uh, I know one of the things Mom used to tell me in the kitchen at Curcia, they had a thing above the door that said, "You better dig your roots in deep because the storm's coming." Mm -hmm. So when you would leave, you know, it was. You had the preparation that you knew the devil was coming after you, uh, but you knew how to handle it. Exactly. And, and uh, I wish they still don't have that at the Chrissy anymore. I need to get that sign, yeah. put that sign back up. But I tell that to my friends because I've had many friends that have, uh, you know, had different tragedies and things that have happened in their life uh, that they're, they're really able to, to deal with. I think one in particular that lost his wife uh, to cancer a few years after and you know, he, his faith has saved him. You know, his faith is, has saved his children. He's able to, to, to mentor to them. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, again, I just have a few minutes left on the show, and um, today we're really featuring the Aquinas Institute. Um, these uh, young these uh, young Catholics out in, in uh, Lafayette are going to have this um, available to them, and it wasn't really available to us, I guess, at that age, the, these things that we have. 
I know as a parent, the listeners out there that want to support this program, can they donate to the program? How can uh, an adult help f- foster this program? Absolutely, Todd, and we'd <laughs> love donations. Um, currently, none of the faculty is paid. Um, some of them receive small stipends, but um, all of the um, operating costs are done through donations, and, um, and they're very minimal. Um, my time is... is absolutely donated but it's like you said it's part of our our action um, once we have an awareness um, of, of people in need or um, that desire to spread the, the good news we have to act and so mm-hmm. um, through that call to action uh, we are definitely uh, always happy to have donations they can go to the website at aquinaslafayette.org and there's a donate button and by all means, um, people can click the link and donate through a secure site, or they can mail their checks to Community of Jesus Crucified, 103 Railroad Avenue, St. Martinville, Louisiana. And what's that zip, Father? Uh, 70582. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and how about volunteerism? Is there some, does, does, does the organization need help in that regard? I mean, can people get involved? in other ways yeah we i mean one of the best things that we we encourage people to do is promotion so we we do put out the uh, flyers for example the classes that are coming up the previous the, the semester so mainly volunteers are going around like we get it out to the church parishes but also uh to their friends that are the ul students passing on to, to students uh, talking about it so really encouraging people to get involved uh in their parishes in their youth groups uh, on college campuses workplace uh, to uh, kind of a grassroots level to show how important it's been for them to say take a course and encourage others to do so and so that's the main thing at this point uh, with regard to we don't have a physical plant we we do our office through uh, communities in st martinville mm-hmm. and then we use host sites to do the classes as uh krista mentioned uh down the line we sure hope to have our own physical plant and classrooms as well available that's down the down the pike so and I'm you can you can also like us on facebook we have a an aquinas institute facebook page and you can share the mm-hmm. information with all of your friends because i think once the word gets out about these amazing classes our enrollment will certainly go up when people understand the value and the opportunity i, I think a lot of people don't don't realize we have an opportunity for these amazing classes and right. so um, share share the likes um, on Facebook share the posts and um, share the information absolutely yeah. absolutely and I'm sure there's a limit to how many people you can take uh, I mean I, I, I'm assuming it's first come first serve yeah we take about we can take up to about 30 for a class okay and what we do is for example we limited about 25 in the library at, uh, at the student center uh, but uh, we can, uh, and I hear you have a phenomenal library. Oh yeah, we, the ha- we we have a good library over at uh, CJC. In fact, we have classes this summer. We're having a the uh, had a, a class on consecrated life, and we held it at our Marion Hall in St. Martin. We had mm-hmm. about uh, 25 students for that class, and they have access to the library. But uh, the numbers we can always uh, we wouldn't take more than 30, but we get our classrooms to fit our size. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Well, again, uh, a blessing to have you guys on the show today and share your faith and share this endeavor that God has put on your heart. It's just uh, uh, heartwarming. We need this in Acadiana. There's no question. Sure do. And uh, and the fruits of this we'll we'll see, I'm sure, in spades. And so, Father, um, just with a minute left in the show, maybe you can close us out in prayer. Sure. Let's just pray a prayer to Our Lady. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, grace. the Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, you've been listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. Uh, our host, our I'm your host, Todd Citron, and today our guests have been Chris DeBio and Father Michael Champagne. It's just uh, today the focus and attention is toward the Aquinas Institute. Get involved. Uh, you can go to their website, Krista, one more time. www.aquinaslafayette.org. <clears throat> and if somebody wants some more information, is there a number we can call? 337 394 6550. All right. Tune in uh, next week. Father Michael Champagne will be here again. And again, you're listening to the Cajun Catholic Show. Uh, we feature outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. Uh, as we always like to say, unleash the Cajun Catholic in you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you, Doug. you.